Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Tom Merritt. The Consumer Electronics Show, a.k.a. CES, officially opens Thursday, January 5th, but the press events are already underway. NVIDIA will try to get the jump with a virtual press announcement Tuesday morning, followed by CES's official press event Tuesday evening. And Wednesday is a full press day with major announcements coming from LG, Panasonic, Hisense, Sony, AMD, and more. Samsung is showing off its latest foldable, a foldable screen prototype. The Flex Hybrid OLED can fold on one side and slide out on the other. So you can change not only the size, but also the aspect ratio. When folded, it's a 4.2-inch screen. It unfolds to a 10.5-inch 4x3 display. And then you can slide it out on one side to become a 12.4-inch 16x10 aspect ratio display. Samsung will also show off a couple other prototypes. The Flex Slidable Solo, a 14 inch OLED panel that slides out on one side to become a 17.3 inch display and the flex slidable duet OLED that does the same thing but slides out from both sides of the display. These are all prototypes that Samsung may or may not put into its own or others actual devices. Samsung's also showing off a 57-inch ultra-wide 32 by 9 aspect ratio Odyssey Neo G9 monitor. That's right, 57-inch monitor. The mini-LED display offers 8K resolution, 240 hertz refresh rate, 1 millisecond response time, and a 1 million to 1 contrast ratio, as well as a matte display to avoid glare. Samsung claims it'll be the first out there with DisplayPort 2.1 support, but expect every monitor at CES to announce DisplayPort 2.1 one support. There's no price or release date on that yet. Samsung also announced a 40-inch curved OLED with a 32 by 9 aspect ratio, a new version of its smart monitor with personalized home content, and Samsung's first 5K monitor with a wide color gamut of 99% DCI-P3 and HDR600 support. LG announced new OLED TVs with brightness improvements. LG's OLEDs have some of the best contrast in black levels in the business, but OLEDs do suffer in brightness comparison with LCD screens. LG promises the new G3 is up to 70% brighter than the G2. The more affordable C3 TV gets a processor upgrade. That'll give it better picture quality. And the WebOS software that runs on LG TVs is getting better ways to group your apps together and more personalized recommendations. LG will also support QMS VRR. You may have heard of that on the new Apple TV 4K model. That gets rid of the black screen when you change between videos with different frame rates. Intel made a lot of announcements, uh, including Raptor Lake processors for its laptops. The whole line is out now. The flagship Core i9-13980HX has a 5.6 gigahertz turbo frequency and 24 cores. Intel claims it's now the world's fastest mobile processor. The new flagship has the same number of performance cores as the previous gen, but double the efficiency cores. It supports up to 128 gigabytes of DDR4 and DDR5 RAM in a 55-watt chip. However, most consumers probably won't see the HX series. They'll probably see one of the new P or U series chips in their laptops. Intel also announced new 35 and 65-watt chips for mainstream desktop PCs. 
Production at Foxconn's Zhengzhou China plant has finally got back to 90% of its peak capacity as of December 30th. It's been recovering from COVID-related lockdowns and protests against working conditions. The plant makes a large number of iPhones for Apple. A government panel in India recommends that the online gaming industry create a self-regulatory body, which would include one member nominated by the government. Starting March 1st, Apple will raise the price of -of out-of-warranty battery replacements for iPhone 13 and older models, as well as some iPad and Mac replacements. The price for iPhone battery replacements will rise from $69 to $89. MacBook Air replacements will rise by $30, and iPads will rise by $20. The price increases will not affect consumers with Apple Care. Arlo announced that next year, so they're giving you a whole year, on January 1st, 2024, Arlo will no longer offer its seven days of free cloud storage that it advertised on the box when you bought some of their older models. It also says it reserves the right to eliminate all free cloud features, such as email alerts and push notifications for any Arlo cameras that have been out of manufacture for more than four years. Finally, Dell showed off a prototype for Nix, N-Y-X, that's the name of a lot of its prototype stuff, Nix PC Gamepad, has the usual buttons and analog stick, but it also adds other things like a fingerprint sensor under the central button, touch sensors under the shoulder buttons, let you slide your finger for certain controls, and scroll wheels under the center area that offer functions like zooming and selecting. Shift buttons on the back will let you swap between different commands as well, so look for that. There's also a Nix workstation setup that lets you use glasses-free 3D and a depth-sensing camera with some eye tracking uh, to let you have a VR-like workspace without needing to put on a headset. Those are both prototypes, but Dell did show off something coming in Q2, the Dell UltraSharp 32-inch 6K monitor with an IPS black panel and a wide color gamut, so 99% DCI-P3 and 99% Display-P3, as well as Visa Display HDR600, if those kinds of things are important to you as a creator. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, especially what's going on at CES, be sure to subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com. If you enjoy the show, remember to tell a friend to check it out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk Talk to you next time.